Welcome back to Bear With Me. The Boston Bruins are now 23-4-1 through 28 games. That puts them first in the Atlantic, first in the East, and first in the National Hockey League. I'm Joey Capone. That's Rob Tachi. Rob, what's going on, buddy? Not much. Uh, you sound great, by the way. I feel better than I ever have in my entire life. I choose to believe that. Yeah, dude. I uh, was caring for a sick baby for the past uh, you know, four or five days. I told I you get- to stop calling me a baby. Uh, I just, I don't know, dude, you're so cute and small. I can't help it. Uh, But I was taking taking care of my little sick son. And one thing you don't think about as a parent, like doing that is like, you will get sick. They will give you that, that cough they have. They will give you that stuff. And I just uh, like went in with careless abandon, didn't think about it. And then just today it started railing me. So you're going to have to through this one. It's going to be a tough one, but we got a lot. Oh, dude, we got three games. I think this is our yeah, first three-game podcast. Is that true? Uh, possibly. I feel like, no, we've had three. No, no, we had three. Uh, the last one, yeah. I was sick. I, we, right. we had to cover three games. It's only when we get sick. Other than that, we're, we're generally pretty good about one to two games. But one of these games they did lose, which means... We don't have the record of it. Yeah, we, we do not discuss yeah. it at all. Honestly, when that game ended, which is a good jumping-off point because it's the first mm-hmm. game to talk about... This being the Arizona Coyotes game in which they lost the game in the last, like, what was it, 14 seconds? Yeah. Scored in. Um, the moment that happened, I messaged you. I'm like, can we record right now? I'd need to, I, I had so many thoughts that I needed to, like, bottle. Um, but honestly, when I think about it, like, they're still there. Um, I'll say for most of that game, um, I was probably as cavalier about them winning it as the Bruins seemed to be. Yeah. They were down a goal with like six minutes to go in the game and like truly zero part of me was worried and not even a like, oh, I look at the score and I'm confident, like to the point where I didn't even notice they were down by a goal. I'm like, they're going to it's Arizona. Like, I'm not worried when I I, I had yeah. predicted in, in our last episode. I'm like, they're going to win emphatically. It was like the first like bold prediction I made that like. Being like, I need to start making more predictions. They're going to win, and then they lose in the, the most insane fashion. Well, I think this one, in hindsight, makes a lot of sense. Uh, made a lot of sense your prediction at the time, and in hindsight, makes even more sense knowing how it all played out. I think there is more than ever in the history of the NHL a home ice advantage that Arizona has right now uh, that is just unmatched, especially if it is your first time traveling to Tempe, if you are not aware of what you are walking into, even if you've seen the pictures, like your background right now, even if you know that that's what it looks like being there is a different thing. And like those lights that make it look like uh, a a D two college program. Like it's not till you're really out there playing and like the music is blaring and there's, you know, 11 people in the stands like it's really not till you're there and you have to remind yourself it's an NHL game that it that it really clicks so um like like you said I never felt like they were losing even when they were and when I did realize that <laughs> I thought I wonder how they're going to come back and win this game um I'll be honest with you I missed the goal at the end because there was 40 seconds left and I was um, I was on my couch. My son started crying, right? So I stand up, which is like me telling me like, hey, I'm being a half a good dad. 
Like I'm, I'm attentive, but I'm not, I'm not going in his room yet. I'm standing there just like watching it, you know, watching the clock tick down. I'm like, I just have to make sure this doesn't, you know, nothing crazy happens. And then it got to like 20 seconds and I was like, okay, all right. I just gotta, I just gotta go. Like he's, he's crying for me. I gotta go. And came back out 10, 20 seconds later. And I was stunned. And imagine my surprise in seeing the replay in what had happened. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> That was, I mean, if you're gonna lose to the Coyotes, I like that it's that way. You it takes an it, it takes happen. an act of God, like it, like it requires like <laughs> like that almost looked like a very brazenly open like the refs fixing the game kind of thing, like short of them like kicking the puck to Arizona after that. Then I'm like, how much money do you guys have riding on this? Like uh, a lot an of act of God. I love that. Uh, and a lot of NHL rulebook uh, experts were coming out of the woodwork after that one. Yeah, um, let's talk about the icing or lack thereof. So I immediately went, you know, right to the source and like I looked up the NHL's rulebook, went right to icing, went specifically to the no icing. And I was really just looking for the word crease, like or like paint mm-hmm. or anything to indicate like, does it going through the crease matter? And interestingly, it used to. There okay, is so, a 1997 yeah. version of the rule book that states if at any point it goes through the crease, it's not an icing. But that is archaic. It's not implemented anymore. Not relevant. Um, and it would be I, one thing if the officials like kind of after the game were like that we had that in our head, like we thought that was still the thing. But they came out and they were like, oh, it's because Derek Forbert stopped skating, which no, we didn't. Like, people are like, oh, he's, like, fake skating. I'm like, no, Forbert's just really fucking slow. Like, that is just how fast Derek Forbert skates. Like, but that was uh, that was yeah, very puzzling I, in the moment. I had heard that that was the case, but the source I heard it from, I, I didn't really trust. <laughs> it was my dad. He was no. like, no, that used, that used to be a rule. And I was like, dad, I'm that's like true. 90% sure that's still the rule. But here's the thing. <laughs> Even if that was the rule, it didn't go through the crease. It yes, didn't. It, it did? Yeah, yeah, no, that definitely oh. hit paint. No doubt, that no doubt okay. hit paint. Okay, that could not have gone any closer to hitting the post without hitting the post. Okay, like true. Right. I didn't it realize it within the puck's width, even okay. less, like way less. I, I at mean, first I thought it didn't go far enough, mm-hmm. but then the replay, like it clearly goes. I mean, like we could talk ad nauseum about it. Like it was a missed call. It just was. It yeah. They, the refs didn't not play to the whistle and then accidentally kick the puck to the Coyotes. The Bruins did that. Um, that like that's that something was... too. Like you, you have to play to the whistle. There. Oh, hundred like percent. You can't. You can't assume that it's going to be a call. Like you got to play it through, especially in the last couple seconds. Just play protect, whatever. Play for overtime. Kill time. Kill the puck. Um, so yeah, I mean, as much as it's a missed call, it's also just a, a brain fart where you, you you can't let that stuff like that happen. Yeah, you know, it's it's polarizing to the point where like people either think the refs lost it or the Bruins lost it. And it's like, it was absolutely both like that situation should have never arose, but also it did. And the Bruins still gave it away and then let them score. Um, like that, that's it's both. It sucks. And it's wild for that game. And it was wild that the Bruins didn't win that game. What did they outshot them? 46 to 16. Jesus Christ. I didn't realize there was, was a 30 goal, a 30 shot differential between the teams. Jesus, man. 
which uh, kind of leads into like another hot topic in the Bruins world right now is a lot of people, us included, to be fair, mm -hmm. uh, really giving it to Swayman right now, like really deeply unimpressed with. Yes. Jeremy so that was that was the Swayman game of these yeah. three. Yes, it was. Uh, we had talked about Swayman's numbers just by happenstance right before this start and pointed out his struggles. And then he just kind of went and proved us right. That was, yeah, that was a, I mean, it's just, that was an ugly outing. It was. And like, we had, like, I, I made the point and kind of retracted it where I was like, oh, and he's not even getting the harder starts, which like he got some, like he played Vegas at home. Um, but for you, I mean, to play Arizona, like that's as close to a scheduled win as you're probably going to get in the NHL. Um, so for him to put up like a, like what was it four goals on sixteen shots? That's rough. That is not fucking good. Like that's real bad. Like his no. stats are not great. He has an eight eight seven right now, tied for 49th. and he I mean, has a two eight two eight zero goals allowed per game. He's a five three and one record. That's not great. I mean, having the 49th best save percentage. We, we talked about this last week, kind of just repeating myself, but that is solidly, without doubt, backup numbers. You know, if you are firmly outside of the top 32 goaltenders, you are absolutely in backup territory. Um, and I don't think any of us coming into this year, or coming out of last year, but I guess that... Um, if anything, I think we would have all assumed the opposite. We all kind of assumed yeah. that Olmark was um, a bit of a bridge uh, from the Tuca era into the Swayman era. Uh, so if anything, I mean, looking at this, this is um, not a great tale of things to come because there's not going to be a, a 10-year Linus Olmark era. There's hopefully going to be a 10-year Jeremy Swayman era. Um, but not with an 887 save percentage and a 280 goals allowed. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily think these numbers are like super accurate tail of the tape, um, especially a save percentage. But still, I mean, even you bump them up a little bit and just give them a 90, like that's that's not your starter. That's not your your 50 game starter or 60 game starter. Uh, so. As much as it's like right now, it doesn't feel like there's any panic around it because we're just kind of like, oh, there's, you know, it's it just clear that the option is Linus right now. There's like a darker takeaway, which is, okay, but but Swayman's supposed to be the future, and that's the one we should be more concerned about. Yeah, uh, I I mean, I will say, like, I there is a bit of, I don't want to say doom and gloom, but like a lower a lower version of that. Big picture, I'm not like out on Swayman now. It's... um I keep mentioning them a lot. Razor talked a lot about this on Morning Brew, and his takeaway was basically like, "This is the first like real struggle period he's ever had to go through," which is interesting to think about. Um, sure. That like up until now, like he didn't really have this big of an off stretch. Like he just came in really hot as a rookie, and he played really well. And last season, he played really well. Um, like for so how long was or him and Olmark were basically like neck and neck. Like it was so not clear who was better that they both were just getting an equal amount of starts because it's there was no reason not to. 
So I think that is important to remember. I mean, Boston doesn't have a great history with like sticking next to goaltenders during like rough periods to caress. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Like I don't, I, I don't, is there a hockey market faster to turn on a goaltender <laughs> than Boston? Is it, was it Thomas? Was this like this before Thomas? I don't know. Um, so I don't I, think so. I don't, I can't imagine. I really either. don't think so. I don't but remember like, it. Yeah, but regard, you're right that this like we're not going to get Olmer for forever. I mean, he's only 29. Like, there's no reason he couldn't resign. But like, I I think mm-hmm. they want Swayman to get up and running. They want Swayman to take off. Mm-hmm. He's only 24. Like, that's still again very young for a goaltender. That's that's young. Mm-hmm. But like I, again, it, like I, I I am. There's a lot of people very vehemently against Swayman right now. And then as a byproduct, there's a lot of people who are like really really heavily defending him. And I'm way closer to the defending than attacking. Um, but I, I like, it's, yeah, he's struggling. I'm not like, I don't think this will be like a permanent thing for him, but like, it still kind of sucks. Like when you have team mostly firing on really all cylinders to have one of your weak spots and like probably your, honestly, your biggest weak spot right now to be your second goaltender, that kind of sucks. Like that's not where you really want the leak to be coming from. No. But I also, like, they're fucking fine. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I know. I know. It's just I'm not year. that worried about it. Like, it's fine. Like, it's people this, like, this year I'm not worried about. I'm worried about maybe the future if this is, you know, like I said, an indication of what's to come with him. But I'm not even there yet. I don't think I'm on either side of this train of this, like, defend or attack him. I just am seeing the numbers and am a little worried that this might persist. Yeah, um, I almost, like, don't care enough. It's, it's yeah, on it's, a, a, I'm not pressing any panic buttons. Yeah. You know, it's but kinda it, how it... one of the things is that there's the sample size is, is crazy different. Um, Linus has seen more than two and a half times as many shots. Uh, Linus has seen 540 shots come his way. Uh, Jeremy Swayman has seen 204. So, uh, and some of that was coming back from an injury and, um, and whatever. And, and some of that was, was, uh, I was going to say coming back into a game where he got injured, but that's not even that's not even the case. No, uh, to go back to what you were saying about this city, like turning on goalies, the earliest um, city turning on a goalie was Felix the Cat, and I remember as a kid. <laughs> being made to believe that Felix Potvin was the worst goalie in Bruins history. I want to revisit his numbers right now, just really quick while we're talking about bad goalies. Cause that definitely is like the first example before. Is that like one of the things where he actually has very good numbers, but everybody just hated him for some reason. I literally don't know. I'm I'm actually just going to look at his numbers (laughs) for the first time ever. Cause like, I mean, I was just told, so he was like the transition between um, Byron Defoe, who was like, you know, when I was a kid and then into, um, Razor, who ended up like having like a pretty pretty short career, um, well he but, gave us Tuca, yeah. So the Felix Felix had one year here, uh, and it was oh three oh four. Um, he had a twelve and eight record. All right, a nine oh three save percentage and a two fifty one goals allowed. What the? That's fuck? fine. Like that's completely that's fine. fine. Like you're not. That's that's like. There's a lot of teams who wish that they had that. Like any really like anything like above nine hundred. I'm like you're not that bad. Like twenty eight I mean, games. Like, so he's a backup. 
with a 900 and 251 backup stats yeah i mean the 12 and eight's not great but like they like, that's like believe he was terrible i don't know because bruins fans are a wild bunch like we there's uh there's too many of us like it's such a big gradient but like the the, the dumber ones are definitely the louder like like some of the the dumbest most uneducated hockey opinions i've ever heard have come from bruins fans and honestly, eighty so, percent of them have start with Tugarask is, and then that's, and then I'm like, all right, tread carefully. I am honestly grateful that like the Tuga conversations are are so quiet. Did like NHL posted recently like a graphic of all of his stats? So like, does he make the Hall of Fame? It's like, dude, can we have like a half a season where we don't have to fight about? I just this? don't want to talk about him. He's, I just he's don't. the I don't have the greatest energy save. It's so the stupid. greatest save percentage in NHL history for a goaltender. Did you know that? Is he a, is he a Hall of Famer though? Embrace debate. Let's talk about it for an hour. I mean, yes. Like, I mean, it's like <laughs> the, the the thing is just is he because he didn't win a cup, and then people point out there are sixteen different goaltenders in the Hall of Fame who never won a cup. Lundqvist is going in the Hall of Fame, never won a cup. Carey Price probably will never win a cup. Gonna go in the Hall of Fame, I would imagine. Yeah, Tukarask, most winning goaltender in Bruins history, greatest save percentage of all time, won the Vesna. He has like his trophy closet is big enough, like. It definitely fucking sucks that he never got the Stanley Cup, especially because in 2019 he was 60 minutes away from a Stanley Cup and a con Smythe. Like, uh, but yeah, I, I I say I think he is. Honestly, I think a more uh, coin flip for me discussion is: Does 33 get retired in Boston? I I think, I think it, it must. I think it probably will. I don't think it's think as it obvious as Bergeron and like it being so close to it. I think people are like, well, probably not because it's not like Bergeron, but like, yeah, Bergeron's an outlier. Like that is mm. you got a, a patron saint of goodness as your as your number one center mm. for his basically his in, well, literally his entire career, mm. like a blessing upon Boston. Like, yeah, like that's you can't fucking count that. Like it's like when people ask who's your favorite Bruin, I lead in with, well, obviously it's Bergeron to the point where I'm like, I let's get that out of the way and I'll tell you my second best because that's more interesting. Yeah. Uh I, I don't know, man, because I mean there's gonna be a couple right in a row. Cause I mean, if Marshy has two more years in him, I think you know, sixty three is probably going up there. Yeah, we need a bigger building. We need so many numbers. numbers up there already. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I think at some point sports will legitimately add a third digit. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think in our lifetime we'll we could see a, a three digit number. That'd be great. Yeah, because I think I think it's the Yankees have like twenty one numbers retired. And it's like you can't do that. Like you can't take. <laughs> you can't be doing that. I'm just gonna pick an emoji. All right. Uh, are we done with this game? Do we want to move on? <laughs> that prayers on it. Yeah, I just want to. Vejmelka like won that game, one hundred percent. Like, good for him. Like straight up. Like good for him. That was a really. For an Arizona fan, that must have been a pretty stressful game to watch for most of it. Um, but the whole time I was like, this fucking guy. Like at some point out, he has like the most saves above expected or something like that. Or like he's just like playing out of his mind. Arizona better hold on to him. <laughs> no, he has been crazy. He was crazy that night. Also, I like that I'm watching like a oh real okay. No, we gotta talk about the moon moon meme briefly. Oh yes, yeah. We can't we can't miss that. Oh yeah. Uh, so for context, is that Connor? Uh, no, it's Ty Anderson, right? Uh, fuck. It's it Ty Anderson, Anderson or Connor Ryan. I think it was Ty Anderson. Yeah. 
So for context, there was a meme that it, the whole meme was just Nick Ritchie is the moon. And it was a Photoshop of Nick Ritchie's face on the moon. And what was it born from? Just like he was okay. playing so well. He was like his stock was going to the moon. I think that's like kind of what the origin was. I think it was born from nothing. I, th- I think I... it's the stock thing. I think I think yeah. whoever created it like replied to his own tweet, pointing like giving that context. But th- what's okay. really at hand here is, um, could, we got to look it up because I want to make I want to say with confidence what this is. Can you look that up? I for think me real quick? I think at a certain point I'll tell you it never mattered to me where it came from. It just mattered to me that Nick Ritchie was the moon. That's and I fair. knew that, and I loved it, and I was happy about it. This should be easy. Enough and to find. I love his dumb fucking face. Fucking I love it superimposed. Hair. It's Ty Anderson. So, it's Ty Anderson. Yeah. Okay, but yeah, so Ty I'm, Anderson <laughs> tweeted out during the game. He said, Nick Ritchie hated the moon meme, by the way. Feel like enough time has passed where I can finally tell you guys that. Which, like, it was the dumbest meme. It was fun. It was just like, yeah, you're like one of your really bottom, bottom six guys. Like, just his face on the moon. Fuck it. Yeah, whatever he scores randomly. Yeah, Nick Ritchie is the moon. Why not? But he pointed out that, yeah, apparently he, he, it was again, Ty Anderson saying it was expressed to me through various parties that he did not like it. I think he thought it was insulting when it started out as his stock is going, quote, to the moon so much that he was the moon. And also he put teams to bed with PPGs. It's such a dumb meme, and I loved it, it's and it's just a... so much better knowing that he hated it. <laughs> so much better. He was never a likable figure. No, like, he, no. I fucking hated Nick Ritchie. Like, I hated <laughs> Nick Ritchie more than I've hated any Bruin in recent history. And, like, that's not an exaggeration. When I heard, like... <laughs> when I heard he hated it, I don't know about you, I, I pictured him, like, having a hissy fit about it. I pictured his him, like, crossed. stomping his feet and having this, like, why are they doing that? Why? <laughs> it just made me like giggle. Uh, uh, we got to be tweeting that, that more. Uh, I every, and every off Yotes of, game. Get ready for that. And now I, the evil Derek Forbert meme has came has come back. Uh, Eric Derek Forbert be like, I'm gonna win the Rocket Richard Trophy. So whenever he scores, it's just it's just the evil Derek Forbert meme. And I really I need him to like that one. I feel like he would he would probably think that's funny because Derek Forbert seems like a very funny guy. Every time he's a quote machine. Like about his goal tonight, they're like, "What was your thought process?" And he was like, "Eh, fuck it, like I'll go for it." And like that was basically what he was saying. It's like, yeah, hell yeah, Derek, snipe it on the shorthand, like go for it. I love him. I love him. It's great. But yeah, that can wrap it up. But we can't even get to that yet. We can't even get to that. We we got too much stuff in the way. Yeah, Arizona Bruins lost. It was silly. That's enough talking about it. Who cares? They it, beat Vegas, bro. They sure fucking did. Pretty definitively. No, 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 no less. Absolutely, dude. Uh, this is one that even after going down one hour early, I I didn't have any doubt. I don't know what that was, but I, I just I knew they were no. coming back in this one. Yeah, I, like again, like I, it's so consistent between games. So whenever they go down the goal, especially like in the first period, like you almost expected it at this point. That like no part of me is like shook. It takes you scoring three goals in the first like twenty to twenty five minutes where I'm even beginning to entertain the idea of the Bruins not winning the game, and even then it's a fucking toss up. Like most of the time, you're still going to beat them. Hmm. But the Vegas game was definitely hey. way more entertaining than the first time. Again, I say that I said no, that last time. But that's still why because the first game was still a more entertaining game. Um. Mm-hmm. 
loved that DeBrusk got to score. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are you I um, cut you off. What were you about to say? The the goal that so Linus had 30 saves on 31 shots in this game. Solid. And the goal that he did give up was um an on the road early power play in the crease. Can we call this a shout-out? From shout Mark out? Stone. From Mark Stone. Can we just call this one a shout-out? As close as you're going to get to it. And not even just because it was only one goal. Shout but like, out Linus Olmark. It was, a, it was a power move, too. The Marks, it was, like, in the crease of that, like, 180 spin around. Like, that's a nice goal. Like, it's mm-hmm. they should have been defended better. But, like, you know, credit where credit's due. Like, that was a, a not an easy goal to pull off. That's a pasta goal. That's a, I've, we, How many times have we seen pasta score that goal? Yeah. Three to nine. Three. That's the range. But yeah, that that was fucking very like it was again so early in the game. Where like you're like, all right, whatever. Like that's because the Bruins again are not getting shut out on home ice. And they're, they just aren't. It, it's just the quality of goals, bro, because the, the Bruins scoring chances and goals were just hmm. I sorry, I said they were on home ice, but they were in Vegas. It's just their the quality of goals that they got is just it's indicative of where the game is going to go like that Bergeron goal from the slot just that yeah. like creating for himself finding space and then making himself available in it and just just ripping it that's like that's something that you see go with age is just like the strength in like getting your whole body behind a wrist shot not for Bergey not for no, Bergey I mean like that's his his office like that's his office the way that behind the net was Gretzky is the way that the circle is Ovechkin's and or Pasternak's like it's that's his spot like you need you gotta fucking put a guy in Bergeron in the bumper spot or like they're going to give it to him and even if he doesn't score like that is a rebound generating machine of a shot mm-hmm. like that is like you cannot defend that well enough dude so was Coyle's goal Coyle's goal was also a goal that like I thought was just gonna like going in for the sake of uh for the sake of a rebound like I thought he took that shot for the sake of just getting something on net creating a chance, generating whatever, and just like skating backwards up the wall, top of the circle. I'm Gets looking it at the glory now because so. I forget. <laughs> it was honestly probably the most forgettable goal of like these three games. And it's because it was like not a high oh, scoring yeah. opportunity. Yeah, 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 you're right. That's just like, oh, that went in. That was like one of those like, oh, cool. Like there's no build up to it. There's no like, oh, it's just, oh shit, word. Okay, why not? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh damn. Okay. I didn't um, think the game would end three one. I'll be honest. It, it felt like neither team was kind of done scoring at that point, so it was a little surprised. I know that one. That one came kind of late. I think. Yeah, like with like eleven to go in the third, but that felt like enough. A two goal game, like a goalie pulled goal, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just I was kind of surprised it ended there. Glad it did. Was not upset. Um, the DeBrusco was so mwah, like that was so nice. Um, mm. and no shart mm. sharting and no shitty part uh from Pavel Zaka's saucer pass. What a mm. thing of beauty. The passing has been, was really good. Zaka like is playing really well right now. Pavel Zaka. playing really well right now. I mean, in this in this uh most recent game, bro, played center. Yeah. And I uh, it. Oh, he's a natural center, so it makes sense. His um his uh interview before the game, he was, you know, he, they say all the same thing. Like you know, I, I'm not even gonna without telling you. What do you want to guess that he said when he was asked about playing center? Like oh, wherever the team needs me. Yeah, 
Was that basically? I I really went to bring that up. I was like, oh, Andy said this, and then as I went to say it, I was like, that's fucking nothing. That's just what they say. <laughs> Is that basically what he said though? Just like I'll play that, wherever like you want kind me to of, play. Yeah, like I'm just happy to help the team wherever. I was like, you know, <laughs> so, their playing center's fun. I don't even. I can't even be like, oh, it's the Bruins mentality. I'm like, that's just at professional sports like they'll they'll like fuck yeah. it i'll play anywhere no one's gonna be like i don't like this at least not to the media i'm sure like <laughs> when you get drafted you put, in like, the nhl they take you into a back room immediately <laughs> and they go here's what you say to every question here's your your note cards never deviate. here's your script do not fuck it up no but uh i'm very happy with his play um craig smith honestly looked pretty good too not I it's honest like I kind of am gonna 180 on this at first I was like I don't think Smith will be able to take his spot back from Greer because Craig Smith and AJ Greer kind of had this like low-key competition going between mm. each other like probably nothing like hard heated but like it's like there's one spot who's getting it and I mm. thought Greer's physicality was like really the difference maker it was between that they kind of had very similar stats Greer I think has a couple more goals but Smith played with a ton of jump. I think it was the Arizona game that he started. And they had a shot on goal in like nine seconds in. Like he clearly was like, he looked like a call up where it's just like, here's your shot. Make the most of it. Um, he has I mean, why, really, why would you not want to be a part of this team? You know what I mean? If there's yeah, ever a oh, team that God. you want to like try your ass off to get onto, like you're basically trying out for a really, really good shot at a ring. I almost just said a ring. Sure. I'll say it. No, they get, You're they trying out for a ring. Yeah. The one he wants to get proposed to. But he, um, he didn't play a ton. He only play, he played eight minutes. He played the least amount on the team against Arizona and the least amount against Vegas. So, like, there, he's still, he's not, like, the difference maker. But, like, within the mm-hmm. scope of what he played and when he played, like, I was, I was happy with his performance. I mean, like, and I can't be like, and, but AJ Greer was the difference maker. Like, he's also on the quieter end. Like, he was, he had that like half a fight tonight. Um, but aside from like just more physicality, like not not a ton going on. I do like them on the same line, though. I I mean, it's it's nearly impossible and almost pointless to talk about lines with this team because like they are switched seemingly at random in the middle of play all sixty minutes. Like truly, like it's all like I and I. Before every game, <clears throat> like when I'm on the tee heading to the garden, I'm like, oh, what are the lines? Like, I'm curious what they are. And then like two shifts into the game, it doesn't matter. Like they're all over the right. place. Like other right. than like the top Bergeron line sticking together, like there's really almost no c- continuity. And it takes like one guy needing a breather or one guy yeah. needing a stitch or or something that can like really, really throw a wrench in them or God forbid, you know, a guy like going down the tunnel. So... The, the more they, it happens, the more I'm liking it, too, honestly. Mm-hmm. I feel like it makes your team way more resilient to injuries in the way that mm-hmm. you're not relying on the chemistry of one line. And if one of them goes out, the whole thing's out the window. It's kind of like mm-hmm. forcing you to have to generate that chemistry with really anybody, or like anybody in your proximity. Mm-hmm. And as far as game planning goes, too, you know, from mm-hmm. the other side. Oh yeah, how you the know? fuck how do, you, how do you strategize? Like you yeah. have to constantly be on your toes against the Bruins because you don't know who the fuck they're sending out. Like, um, I got a little breaking hockey news. Ooh, what's going on? Alex Ovechkin. Did he do it? That's a hat trick tonight. 
to join Gordie Howe and Wayne Gretzky hey. as the only 800 goal scorers in NHL history. I f- that's awesome. That's really cool. That's I've loved really, that. Really cool. There was no way he wasn't going to do it with a multi-gold game, too. Part of me was yeah. like, he's going to do like four, but like, yeah, go for the the hat trick. That's great. I like that. I I really Congrats hope he breaks so. it. Like I think of him. He had like four straight goals that were empty net goals across three games recently. Like they just like if there's an empty net on the other team, he's on the ice the whole fucking time. Because I've and the team, I've yeah uh, I, I I don't really have any precedent for it, but I've never really seen a team more clearly trying to like kind of pad someone's stats than this. Like power play, <laughs> he's on the ice. Empty net, he's on the ice. Like. That guy's he's got to be playing 35 minutes a game some nights. It's nuts. And oh my he's still God. So the Caps good. are winning 6 2. Who are they playing? The Blackhawks. No, yeah, well, that's. Dude, not the biggest. It, if they were really committed to OV, bro, they'd let in one or two so that Chicago <laughs> can pull pulls the net the again. <laughs> they just <laughs> score on themselves. <laughs> if Ovechkin scores when no one else touched it, can they just count that? I think that's fine. If Ovechkin falls um, in the forest, is it a goal? <laughs> um, <laughs> I was trying to think. It's stupid. <laughs> I got nothing. Uh, anything right. else on the Vegas game you want to talk about? Um, fuck Bruce Cassidy. Um, I'm kind of like, on. did I tell you when he was in the garden, I didn't cheer during his ovation? Do we talk about that? It just feels a little. Right? I didn't really want to. The person I was with, shout out Tim. Uh, he, neither of us were like, he was we're like, no, we're all right. We're, we're good. It's so it feels tainted. It gets weird because he had like a he was super good for the team externally, mm. apparently not internally. I don't know. It's just kind of like yeah, like I don't, I don't like harbor that much resentment, but in the moment, I'm like I don't really care like all that much. Yeah, it must be weird for the guys because they you know if he if Bruce is a little chased out of town, and then you know like, there's like a standing ovation. He's on the board, like hanging. You know. post- the photo is like oh Bergeron hanging in the hall with Haggerty post game. It's like well yeah it's it's Bergeron like it, he's gonna be the nice guy here and do it. Do you say um, Haggerty? Yeah, Haggerty, your your best friend, our best friend. You mean Haggerty or do you mean Cassidy? Haggerty. Joe Haggerty Bur- tweeted out a photo of uh-huh. Patrice Bergeron with Bruce Cassidy. I might have messed okay. that up, but that, that's what I was trying to say. Okay. Um, and it's like yeah, like but people are like oh what a like oh Bergeron, it's like yeah, well we, of course it's Bergeron, but like I wouldn't. It's not like oh they're they're fine. I'm like yeah, like they're not like at each other's throats, but like I'm sure like behind closed doors and like an on like maybe after a drink or two, Bergeron would have a few like choice words to share about Bruce I Cassidy. Think but... Even if you got Bergie pretty sloppy, I think Bergie. I want to see Bergeron like... drunk. No, I want to see Bergeron drunk. Let's That'd be fun. It. Let's go see it. <laughs> I don't know where to go. Uh, where do we uh, sign up? Encore when they win the cup. Oh, I'm knocking on my wooden desk right now. Encore is small, bro. I don't know if you I don't give a fuck about casinos. Straight up, <laughs> I know you're not a casino guy. Have you not been to Foxwoods all. with me? Didn't we go to Foxwoods I've together? I've never been to a casino in my life. I've never really? been, never been near a casino in my life. The closest is when I like dropped someone off at Encore, and it was in like a remote parking lot. Oh, casinos are sick, bro. Yeah, I know you're like, oh, I think I'm I like, really care about gambling. Come in with me one time and you'd be like, okay, yeah, I, I haven't. I think that's the time. problem. People are like, yeah, if you just sit and play, they bring you drinks. And I'm like, that's, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, also, is, I think my like, grandfather knows how to count cards. Uh-huh. He's never explicitly said it, but he's kind of implied it. 
like he won't play blackjack for fun he's like i don't do it for fun and i'm like interesting um i mean watch 21 it ain't it's not that dude, I it's love also 21. not illegal. 21's a great movie it's also not illegal you can just count cards yeah it's just strongly frowned upon and lawrence well honestly that movie has one of my favorite random quotes that you, it, it's un, impossible to bring up in conversation or organically it's i will break your cheekbones with a small hammer it's lawrence fishburne just threatening him i don't know this is one of the delivery i love it i'm like and you uh, can't just say that in conversation people are like what no you can say maybe try it out at encore after they win the cup i don't think they go to encore <laughs> i don't think that makes any uh, sense bro it's a it, small place well i mean what is it bigger than much bigger than the other ones then like Fox party Woods? yeah i again, Fox I Woods is be. like yeah the Fox look you're Woods giving like, me must be yeah foxwoods is like the largest casino in the world oh shit all right yeah oh, foxwoods wow. is like multiple floors it's like an indoor mall it's like it's crazy and then encore oh my god do i have to murder I my booze. fucking cat no he's part of the podcast dude i can't tell you how nice it was to just like go away for a week and eat and just not hear that while i'm trying to sleep and then to come back to it is hell it's i'm hell. gonna when we release this episode i'm gonna quote retweet it with that photo of me holding goose up with just one arm this all the way up goose please <laughs> fuck off bro please i gotta get loki i gotta get loki in here to even it out no no i'm done with more, cats more please more take my cats. fucking cat take my cat, cat with me i need there with cats. cat to be rehomed there with cats <laughs> Where were we? Bruce beat the Islanders in a shootout tonight. Yeah. Uh, uh, night. I, I almost wanted to be like, I like shootouts again, but like, I still don't like shootouts. Like, no, they're it's pretty necessary. dumb. I get it. I understand. Don't lecture me on why they exist. I know why they exist, but I still don't, I don't know, like the murder. Four much. on four for 10 minutes. I just need, you know, a just, couple more minutes. Five minutes is just make not three enough. on three for 10 minutes. Like, it's fine. You'd like, kill people. That's too much. You and only, but everybody only gets one shift. You what? Play, <laughs> what every, a three minute shift? No, it's like you. It's like I don't know. I don't understand coaching well enough to make these rules, but I just you want have, any you scenario where it's With not a ending in a shootout. Is, a is it that much more? I mean, it's, it's twice as much. Game? And, well, so I'm, I'm gonna have to trust you on that math. <laughs> it's twice as much. So, I mean, if you're, you know, if you get two minutes of ice time on on three on three, which you know. Feels like four minutes of ice. I'm now you're talking about someone that feels there. like an extra eight minutes of ice time. That's that ain't that ain't uh, that ain't nothing. That ain't it? It would slow down. It would slow down big time in the second five minutes. I think you could uh, maybe get the players on board with four on four for ten minutes, but yeah, leaving it up to a shootout just feels. It just always feels wrong, dude. I hate it. Uh, one stat to kind of bridge these three games is I know last game we were last episode we kind of talked about Bergeron's faceoff stats being off. Yeah, he's back. We're fine. He's fine. Um, Arizona went. Uh, he won eighteen, lost nine for sixty-seven percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then against Vegas, he went fifteen for nine for sixty-three percent. And then uh, this evening against the Islanders, he went uh, thirteen for six, which is sixty-eight percent. Oddly, Coyle took more faceoffs tonight. Only one. Only one more. Strange. Um, but still more. Yeah, he went 15. Oh, Coyle went 75% tonight. 15 and 5. Shout out Charlie that's Coyle. Good, that's, that, that's good. Shout out Charlie Coyle for being great with kids. I don't know if you've seen that. But 
I, you know, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, it seems like very, some people around, like, that commercial you're talking about, like, where he's, like, working with, like, the kids. That and, like, and uh, Behind the Bee. Oh, that one I missed. Did I miss him an episode of Behind the Bee? Uh, I think How it was the one we talked be. about before. I just didn't bring it oh. up because it was, like, not oh, a no. point. But he, uh, yeah, Fair. no, he's, like, very good with kids, which is, like, just, just a really uh, appealing thing about people. It's really hot. People, like, know how to talk to kids with, like, I don't know. I just like that a lot. It says a lot about your character. I don't know. I think it's so funny because like the key is just like act like they're a person and like that's it. Like just like pretend that they're not a child and that they're just. Well, you can't do that because you can't be like, "What's up, man? How you doing?" I are you kidding me? That's exactly how I talk to children. I in no. I I don't think you're as good as Charlie Coyle. I change nothing about my approach with children other than I don't swear. That's truly it. Dep- I mean, depending yeah, on the age, I'm not gonna be like a one year old trying to dap them up, but like, <laughs> yeah, like if like you could form sentences and understand what I'm saying, like I'm not like, oh yeah, like, I'm like I'll just talk to you. It's oh fine. yeah, <laughs> just like super sarcastic. <laughs> you like that, you loser? Slap them in the ear, like. <laughs> you having fun at the game? You want my autograph? That's my Charlie Coyle impression. All That's right, really, dude, yo, Charlie. Joe does a really good impression. Oh, oh. no, 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 you got it. You got it. my dick. That's exactly right. what he says. So good with kids. Like, <laughs> tell him kids in the concourse to suck his dick. <laughs> Just doing the like, uh, oh, the fuck, uh, DX. Yeah, thank you. There it is. Yeah, yeah. wow. I can't believe it. Um, you know what? You know what I was going for. Um, tonight's game. What did you, how did you feel about tonight's okay. game on the whole? Let's, like, let's talk about early on. The broadcast because you were at the game. I was watching the oh, game yeah. on TV. Mm, yeah, I got some trouble. Jack used Jack used one phrase about I'm gonna say six times <laughs> over the course of this game. He would not let it go, and it was um, the fourth game of a three game road trip. Excuse me. So it was it like a joke, a or was he just wrong? No, it was a joke. I'm okay. saying like, oh, like this feels like part of the road trip, like because there's just you know traveling involved. Okay, okay. Right? yeah, okay, fair. Makes sense, right? Like it's the fourth say city once. in a row. Okay, uh, but he nailed that home, dude. He loved that line. The fourth game of a three-game road trip, and like the third time, Brick went, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's the worst because you can. It's not often that you can feel Brick just kind of being like a little annoyed with Jack because he's usually. Mm-hmm either doesn't feel that way or just doesn't communicate it. So when it breaks the threshold for him to say anything, alluding to the fact he's like, okay, Jack, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like there was another, there was another moment after the game. This, I know we haven't talked about the game at all. That'd be funny if we just skipped it and only talked about like Jack. Say one, what more do you things. want? Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> at the end of the game, they had Monty on and <laughs> it was one of those, <laughs> it's one of those interviews where Jack starts saying something and you know he has like a monologue prepared and you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> this is like, it's maybe a question in the middle. Like, <laughs> yeah, where are we going here? He answers himself. Like. <laughs> and Jack goes, I'm going to try to do this impression right at the speed at which he asked this question. <sighs> he goes, Jim Montgomery, if I was tasked with choosing a song... <laughs> To, <laughs> to illustrate how this game went for the Bruins, it would be Jackson Brown's 
running on empty. End of question. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. And, you have not gotten to a question yet. And the, you just second got to that, a... the second that he started that brick, like, slowly put the mic down and, like, turned <laughs> to Jack. And you could see Monty, like, cock his head a little bit. And, like, it was just all eyes on Jack, like, land this plane, bro. Land this plane. Come on in. And he kind of did. He kind of did. He okay, gave him right. a, a giggle okay. and whatever. Oh, um, it was good. It, that was a he's really like, good. Uh, he's like that, like, eccentric, like, but lovable, weirdly libertarian uncle that you might have. That's like, he goes off on tangents and you're like, you're, like, kind of entertained. But at the same time, you're like, what's going on? Are you okay? Like, I don't know. There's he's yeah. just like so strangely lovable to me that like I enjoy this is just part of it. That, yeah. It's just part of his antics. It's just like, yo, no, he just talks sometimes. Doesn't really <laughs> seem to know where it's going, but he, he'll find it along the way. He's like Mike. He has one too many beers like, at the Christmas party, and he'll just start saying things. It's cool. I did see a couple tweets being like, "Is he drunk tonight?" And like, I'm like, well, maybe. Yeah, I think like, he's just he's just letting him fly tonight, dude. He just did I not don't care. Think, in, in like a serious capacity, I don't think Jack would ever drink before a game. That he nah. strikes me as someone who's like, and this may surprise people, but I would still consider him on most ways to be a professional, a very strong professional, honestly. Um, aside from the fact that he's just wildly biased for the Bruins and doesn't care to try to hide that. Love that. Is there any other any other? The, you, uh, you texted me during the beginning of the game. You're like, this is going to be an interesting Jack game. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Um... He was in it a little bit. He was he was in and out, but um, overall, overall a good Jack game. Good Jack okay. game. Um, Razor still very much like talking to the guys. Like he's one of the guys, which I really like. I it's like, like yeah, he's asking too. interview questions so on the spot. I, I it, love Razor. He, I think he's great. He makes he feels really human because it feels like if yeah. you or I got the job, like how we would ask like, yeah, the he, sideline questions. Uh, because it always just feels so scripted and produced mm-hmm. and razor will be like, Hey, so you, you're on that third line. Now uh, you're obviously clicking with those guys. What's the secret to you think you guys uh, work so well. And it's like, okay, that's, that's like a human question. That feels like a real thing that I want to know. Not just, Hey, so what did you see on that goal? What did you what did you do to score there? Like I, I'm not interested in that, and it just doesn't feel human at all. So I, I love Razor doing his thing. Yeah, he's always been very authentic. And like honestly, even more so because his first like couple games with Nesson, he was so awkward. Like honestly, like it it was like he like paved the way for the rest of it, being like, Hey, clearly this is I'm kind of new to this, but I'm real. Like this isn't like been my job very long, if ever. And like I was like, oh, he'll figure it out. And then like it was like five, six games into the season or however, whenever he joined the team, and he was great. Like he he picked it up super quickly. But there was it was like kind of that like initial like growing pains. I'm like, oh, all right, okay. Like it was um, endearing. Like it it made me like him all the more. And I I love Jaffe too. Jaffe's great. I, I he's got a really fun dad energy to him, and I think they play really well off each other. I I do too. I I think in the in the intermission show, it's like I want Jeff to breathe a little bit more. I want him to be running the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think Sophia does a great job running the show. Yeah, she definitely does. Um, she hands it off really cleanly. She also like just has like 
good stats handy. I like Dale, but when he's running a show on the intermission show, it's like it, it's a toss up for me because I his voice is like a fireplace. It's the comfiest, cozy. Like I know that voice. I want to hear oh, that yeah. voice. Like that feels like I'm in like my parents' basement watching Bruins hockey. Uh, but it's also like I, I don't know, it's just I want just Jaffe to shine a little bit more when when Dale's yeah, on like, so he he brings a lot of again energy to the calls. Dale did mm-hmm. like listening to old calls of Dale. Dale had a really good. He was very good with play by play. I don't think Jaffe would pull it off, but like it would be kind of fun to hear Jaffe do uh play by play for a game. Even I think like I mean, color- a Dale and Jaffe that as yeah, as your play by play and your color guy, like that would be, that would be good. That would be good. And then Razor down low, that would be a good setup. I would like that. Dude, I mean I mean, who knows? I mean I don't know how much longer you think Jack and Brick do it. Honestly, like it's kind of reached a point where like they could announce it any off season and I wouldn't be all that shocked. Because I could see them going together. I think uh, it lasts longer if if they don't go at the same time, I think. I think if Brick went, Jack would be more likely to go. But I don't think if Jack left, Brick would be as... It would be more inclined to leave, if that makes sense. You don't think he would be as inclined? Do you think Brick would be yeah, more Yeah, so if, if the scenario where Jack was the one leaving... Yeah, I don't think that would be too strong of an influence on Brick leaving, but I think yeah, if Brick it. left, Jack would be like, "Here's my, this is probably my out." Yeah, you get the feeling. That, also, that Jack probably has some, uh, not enemies, but like some enemies at Nesson. You know, Jack I has very enemies. Much. What do you mean? Jack yeah. has so many enemies. Like maybe, maybe I mean, okay, just maybe. like in like among the other broadcasters and stuff. I could see them assigning him somebody, and him <laughs> being like, "Not him. No, nah, I'm not doing it with him." Yeah, I don't know. I don't like to think about it because I just like him too much. But I know. But I mean, if it was a familiar voice, though, if it was if it was Dale and Jaffe, Dale Jaffe Razor three man booth would be pretty sick. Yep. <laughs> three man booth in hockey is kind of stupid, actually. No, that's there's that. too much. That's too much going on. Yeah, too much going on. Yeah. But uh, hey, the there was a hockey, talk about this hockey game? game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the obviously. I mean, Jake scoring two goals in ten. What was it? Nineteen seconds. Yeah, nineteen seconds. Nineteen seconds. Forward was stacked on the ice goals. Uh oh, dude. Yeah, they stacked three. They didn't. They announced. I swear to. Okay, no, it's just the two. Well, they announced the first one, and I wasn't listening, so I thought it was the second one. And then they announced another one, and I was like, "What?" And then I so shortly afterwards, like to the point where I'm like, I don't think they called. I think they called all three at once. They called the Josh Bailey goal too. Oh, because I had. Uh, did a, you get a, a clear I- replay of that one? Uh, I did not. Now that you mention it, I didn't really. I kind of was just like, meh, all right, we'll move on. Um, it was redirected twice. It. I mean, oh, that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dude, okay, between that and then the bouncer for the third goal, second goal. Yeah. Third goal? No, third the goal. second one was, um, second one was like ripped from the point off the post. It was okay. like, it was a fucking beauty. Yeah, the third one was the one that was like a crash behind the net. And it just mm-hmm. kind of bounced and ricocheted in. I'm like, that's nobody's fault. Like, I mean, not directly. Um, the, but again, Forbert was on the ice for that second goal, right? Am I wrong? Because I thought he I scored it. You. I thought, um, you know, I think you're it, right because it, there was a, a toss for a second about who got the second okay. one. Um, but I mean, I was so rooting for it to be Jake. I'm so glad it was Jake. Oh um, God, yeah. That first, so that first one on the power play where Jake gets the tip in front. I yes. said, like, last week on this show, when I see somebody in front, 
tip it in. I always yeah. assume it's Jake. And I don't know why that is, but I do. And this time I was so vindicated. I was like, maybe he does this more. I thought. Uh, You're not wrong. But yeah, it was Jake's 10th and 11th of the season. God bless him, bro. What was that tweet you sent me earlier about uh, his pace for goals and assists this year? Oh, I can bring his, that up. Yeah. He's on pace for, I believe, 32 and 32. Um, and his... Having to switch between Twitter accounts is annoying. Yeah. Like, I never remember which one I send you things from. It's usually the bear with me one. Uh, Jake Jabrowski is on pace for 32 goals and 32 assists. His career high in points is 43. So that would be 64 points. Yeah, who'd be blowing it out of the water? water. Yeah, and then my response is like, there, I, there's got to be like eight plus Bruins on record years right now. Like, you know, uh, I was gonna Lindholm, Debrusk, uh, Frederick, probably. I would guess. Uh, Noshik has two goals, so <laughs> it's kind of breakout year ever for him. scored in his life. Like, uh, you know what? I almost responded to that message with. What? Jake out year, and then I didn't because I was like, "That's maybe the worst thought I've ever had." Jake uh, out year, yeah, like like a breakout year. Oh Christ! Yeah. Oh Christ! Oh Christ, Joseph! That's no, not bad. Connor Clifton, dude, I love Clifton so much. He's been Connor Clifton had a really good first period, um, defensively and. Uh, confidence wise there are moments where he's like killing time uh when uh you know letting the boys change and he's killing time in the offensive zone like one on four and he's not dumping it in he's just killing it eating time uh puck possession's great he's he's uh playing confident man and there are times he might get a little overconfident get himself out of position but i'm really really loving seeing clifton like gain some of this confidence dude he's uh, i'm i'm a big cliffy guy yeah, four hits, shot on goal, to over 22 minutes of ice time, nearly a minute shorthanded, too. I like that. Dude, he's just been, like, so good physically. Like, he had, like, mm-hmm. a one... Him and Forbert both had, like, they had two really good hits tonight. Uh, on Forbert, fucking stellar like game for Derek Forbert. He's been, like, so oh, well. yeah. Dude, Forbert is quietly a fantastic defenseman. I mean, not quiet because I talk about it a lot because I like him so much. But he, he broke up. I think it was the last game. He broke up uh, a breakaway or like a quasi breakaway. Just like one of the, that defense when they like sweep their stick, like full extension and like right the tip of his stick, knock the puck off of their uh, the blade of theirs. And like that's like a hard one to pull off and like crucial to do when you can. Uh, and to say nothing about how good of a goal he had tonight, I was I kept I mean, was yelling for shorthanded because I don't have we scored a shorthanded goal this year. If we did, it's been like once. Um, I think this but, was the first one actually. Okay, that, I would believe that, but it was so nice. I mean, like really all alone, like a really great place to be taking a shot from, but like does not take away from how perfectly placed of a shot that was. And for a guy like Derry Forbert to pull it off, I love that so much. Uh, I need a Brad. I need a Brad shorthanded goal. It's been too long. I know, I know. He needs one. He almost had one. It's true. That's true. He, he really did. He was involved in that. Um, but yeah, that was on the um, that that uh, um, shorthanded goal. Was that on Jake's 
Yeah, um, his pass. It was on. No, was it on Jake's penalty? No, because Jake was on the ice. Wow. Jake had an assist on that goal. Jake had that penalty where like <laughs> the bees were about to go on the power play, and then like off the draw, just like slew footed a guy. <laughs> Jake did. Oh, yeah. the tripping for Clutterbuck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were so Whatever. many missed calls at the end of this game too against Boston. Yeah, there was uh, was it Greer? No, Lindholm. Someone interfered with Lindholm in the slot, and it would have been a perfect scoring chance. So it's one of those like, yeah, take the penalty, mm-hmm. but then they never called the penalty, so it just worked out for New York. I really can't believe that. I mean, he was down in front of the net in the final minute during their best scoring chance. No yeah, call there. I'm crazy. I'm not really one and, to get on the refs too much, at least not like consistently, but like they're I'm not not loving the calls lately in the games involving the Boston Bruins. And then dude, a minute after that, I asked you for like context here in case you saw it because I they didn't really give you a good angle on the broadcast. As the cameras kick up the ice in the neutral zone, Pasta's like on his knees getting cross checked in the back by somebody. I and missed like, that. What, I definitely what is going that. on here? Yeah. It was like right after that uh Lindholm no call. Uh, it's like, we, can we just not make a call when the game's tied late? Is it just no holds barred? Because that'd be cool if in the Ford F-150 Final Five, it was also like no rules. But yeah, that's I, not how it works. What I was really worried about after all those no calls was a soft call coming against Boston. Because that's just like, of course, what would happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful that did not happen. Mm-hmm. Um, That feels like what would happen in the playoffs there. Yeah, that's like lose your mind, kind of, kind of. Stuff. Not great. It's like an icing getting waved off, and then the other team scores the winning goal with 14 seconds left. It's a lot like that. In theory, that was loud. Um, AJ Greer fought. Max fight. Martin. Matt Martin fight is a or fought, dude. Uh, that was not his fault. He's kind of got wrapped up. That's like one of those fights. that's like it never really got going all that much. Yeah, Matt Martin still being in the league is for some reason is weird to me. He's I don't think he's even that old, he's but he's just like old. one of those guys. I'm like, you're a, around. It's what it's the fact that he doesn't have a visor. That's yeah. Honestly, that's a pretty that's good like literally probably, yeah. how long you've been. In the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder what year that was. Um, I wonder I immediately who the last guy to not wear a visor is going to be because he might be in the running. Point. I don't know how many there are left. There can't be a lot. Um, we'll look that <gasps> up and talk about no. That. Oh. Is this breaking news? What's going on? Yeah, shit. This is not good. Is this Red Sox? They've been yeah. doing you dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, breaking news to you. Mm. I, I started writing for Sports Illustrated. I just nice. Start. I just put out like my first article, or I submitted my first article, and it's coming out in the morning, and it's about how the the Red Sox are not going to get Carlos Correa. They just got Carlos Correa, didn't they? Carlos Correa just went to the Giants. Oh well, so, I mean, you were right. It just means that, yeah. It just means that my I just have to trash that. That sucks. Um, just change the tense. I think I'm just gonna, the Red Sox did you. not get Carlos Correa. <sighs> Sorry to hear that. Hey, that's okay. I just gotta send this tweet and send tweet. Womp womp. This is why I, I postponed getting into sports writing. That's a lie. I just do it because I'm lazy. Uh, that fight that fight was bullshit, though. 
Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Much, I tweeted what, what, I, what, what started it. I don't even. I can't even recall. When you're at the game, it doesn't always. It's just a scrum in front of the net. Yeah, it just seemed like he Greer's just a gamer. Like he's good to go. I think uh, my buddy who I was with, I told him I'm like, look out for 10, 11, or seventeen to fight. Really, really ten or eleven, but. I mean, not a hard prediction to make. If anybody's going to fight, it's almost certainly going to be Greer. But, um, mm-hmm. but now when I didn't even notice it was Martin until you texted me, and then immediately my brain goes to that fight with him and Adam McQuaid, and it was a fantastic fight, really back and forth, a long fight, and it ends mm-hmm. with McQuaid hitting like all four knuckles right on the jaw. Like it, it, it's it, honestly, it it's a around. little late because I think I think Matt like like uh, I think. <laughs> There was a miscommunication. I think Matt, Matt thought was like, the fight was over. Yeah, the, the, fight like, is, the refs is. are right there. The refs are right there. They're like, oh. all right, gentlemen, it was a good bout, and then boom, <gasps> one more. <laughs> dude, and I, then I might the, have... the announcer with the call of a century, dude. After a fight, going, why would you want? Who on earth would want that job? And it's funny because you could talk about either of them because nobody wants to fight Matt Martin. Mm-hmm. Other, I mean, well, people want to do it, and. again i keep using this expression a lot because i have bad short-term memory i think i brought this up before but i went down like a a adam McQuaid fight video rabbit hole and like you you remember him being a really good fighter but holy shit oh my god he's also just not as big as you picture either like six five He's got long he? arms. I mean, I mean, yeah. built wise, yeah. like he's not, he's not. Oh no, he. Well, he wasn't like voluminous, but like he was ripped. I mean, look at him with Matt Martin. It's like, it's like, whoa, like he's getting dwarfed right now. Oh, I do. I love McQuaid. I, I really, really like Adam McQuaid. I'm so happy that Adam McQuaid and Chris Kelly are directly working with the team now. That makes me so happy. They, they both feel like Bruins. Oh, hundred percent. I, I do. I love Chris Kelly. Like what a fantastic player and just guy. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. Big, big fan of Chris Kelly. I mean, there are so many likable guys from that era. Like, oh I think God. I feel the Most same way about them, Horton. Honestly. Like I wish yeah. Horton was oh, like, yeah. more involved and saw him more. I miss Luch. Um, I do. I'll, yeah. Who doesn't love? Luch? I'm never, I, I taught pregame at hub hall. And someone was talking about like how they're like someone they knew got rid of a Luchitz jersey because he didn't play for the team. I'm like, you can wear a Luchitz jersey at the Garden forever. Like that will never. Yeah. That will be an incredibly welcome sight to see because everyone will always love Luchitz. There like, are like very few. There are very few jerseys I think would like stand out and look weird and and in, in at a Burns game. Like anybody you just that like I'm, had a brief stint or like. I'm trying to think like the most uh, controversial one would be like Sagan, but even uh, Doug, then it's Dougie, like, Ham- Dougie Hamilton probably. Okay, Hamilton, but even then, I don't know if I saw a Dougie Hamilton jersey, I'd be like, oh, that's funny. Someone has a Dougie. I, I have a, my buddy has one, and I think he said he wore it once, and then like he can't again because he just it was just too much heat. Oh, I would rag really? on someone wearing a Dougie Hamilton jersey. Are you fucking kidding me? Absolutely. Like the way that I ended, think I would like, ra- I think I would laugh. I don't like Dougie. Like, oh. I don't like Dougie at all. Like no, but I don't, I don't, like, I don't like him. <laughs> But no, like yeah, there's not many jerseys that like would be a problem. But like I would put Luchich's in like a like a higher tier of like you don't you want to see it. Like we love it. Speaking of Luchich, um, who went to the Los Angeles Kings, the Bruins play the Los Angeles Kings in two days. They're not very uh, good. They're not they're very fun. good. Hold on. A couple, couple more we're things talking on this game. Them. Okay, go for it. Um, it's kind of off ice stuff, but it's, it, I just want to wrap up with this. Yeah, yeah. 
it's just that. Um, no, <laughs> I'm done changing pronunciations of names. Uh, give me an um, example. You get you get one go. Okay, you get one. So wife. whatever, however you introduce me to this guy, is how you introduce me to this guy, and then we can ask him. But it has to be like before he plays, and then that's it. And then that's what I call him. It's a lot of build up. Who is this for? Okay, it's for a couple of guys. No, oh, no. Um, I'm not going to call him a Romanov when for years he's been Romanov. I'm not going to call Varlamov Varlamov again after we had a stint where we called him Varlamov. I'm not going to do it. Like the emphasis on the Russian names, dude, I'm not, I'm done with it. Tell me once and I'm sticking with it. I'm, I'm not changing multiple times. I'm just going to be all. really ethnocentric and be like, I'm just going to say whatever feels more natural unless I'm meeting them and interviewing them. Like I'm, I don't give a shit. Like it's Varlamov. It's Semyon Varlamov. I for a year there it was Varlamov. I know, like whatever. If we all get on the same page and it's Varlamov, whatever. Like I don't care. Like I don't have a strong opinion on this. Um, I oh, I want. I've been meaning to shoehorn this in. So other things I don't have strong opinions on uh, is the whole Chara BX Stanley Cup thing. I don't care. Oh, I don't get. I don't care. Couldn't begin to to the point where like I, I I'll give context. I've been trying to. I've been noticing that more when I talk about things, listening to episodes. I'm like, I probably should have explained what I was talking about. Uh, in some interview recently, Zdeno Chara said that they had seen the Vancouver Canucks before Game Six of the Stanley Cup Final in 2011 practicing lifting the cup. Later in the interview, he also phrased it as when we were told about this meaning it's not super obvious whether I was first-hand or second-hand, um, and to say nothing about whether or not that happened at all, which according to Kevin Bieksa, it did not. Like, emphatically, like, I have no idea what he's talking about. That makes no sense. Like, why would we do that? <clears throat> I'm kind of in the camp. Predominantly, I don't care all that much. But, like, to, to have an opinion, I don't... Char is not really a gossiper or a liar or does anything like that in his whole career is a smart guy so i don't think he would outright lie about it and then it would be kind of like it's almost like the the take i believe most is they were told that to fire them up like bulletin board material uh-huh. um so that. but like but to bring it up in interviews a little weird but whatever and then be actually getting like super fucking defensive about it not even super defensive but just denying it and there's some people being like, Char's got no reason to lie. Bjexa does. I'm like, I, I don't think, I just don't think that happened. But like, I also don't care. Like, but people are like, oh, Char, people just use it as like a jumping off point to talk about how much they don't like Zidane Char and they think he's an oaf. And I'm like, Char is fucking smarter than you are. I'm almost certain Char is a fucking very smart man. Char like, speaks seven languages, bro. Maybe we don't. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's not a stupid man. Like, naive, I guess, if that, mm-hmm. that would probably be the worst thing you could call him in this context. But, um, but this uh, it was very polarizing, yeah. and I, I never fell strongly enough on one side to like get involved heartily in the debate. It sounds like two guys who are both convinced that they're right, and it doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, it's it, probably something they heard, yeah. And it was also long ago now, it's also 11, yeah. 12 years ago now. So, whatever in my mind, it's like I don't know, it's a weird thing to get upset about for either of them, to be honest, yeah. To get to get all riled up, but not the char did, but um, yeah, the Kings yeah, did. Awesome. How about those Kings? They're fine. Uh, 15, 12, and five, they're third in their division. Um, that's fine, like, they're not you know, that's not crazy, they're not that bad. 
who do they think uh kevin fiala's got 32 points good for him dude Kopa, how is Andre kobatar still fucking playing hockey how old is this yeah, man yeah no he should stop that um he is he's only 35 what he looks terrible have you ever seen his face <laughs> he looks like he hasn't he looks like he hasn't slept in this millennium like he looks kevin so fiala's on the kings huh yeah, I didn't know that either. Uh, uh, yeah, they Drew Doughty's still around. They have a lot of names I don't recognize. That's happening a lot more. I need to be a bit more attentive to the West uh, Western Conference. Um, wow, I really don't know fucking anybody. Do they still have who's their goaltender right now? Don't tell me it's Quick. It is Jonathan Quick. Are you fucking kidding me? Yep, uh, three fifty-five goals against and an eight eighty-two save percentage. Jonathan he looks Quick. so sad. Thirty-six. He's well, that's because he's got a 355 goals against and an 882 <laughs> save percentage. Oh, dude, what a, a streaky. You can't call someone streaky over the course of a career. Well, of course you can, but he was just fucking lights out for L.A. Lights out during their their little tiny dynasty, the dynasty. But like, yeah, like outside of that, he's not been all that great. He got drafted in 2005. Good Lord. Yeah, uh, no, I'm not super concerned about this game. Oh, I'm sorry, they're second in their division. That's my mistake. Uh, yeah, I mean, coming to Boston, it's kind of that, like, they're an NHL team, you never really know. And I would learn my lesson after the Arizona game about being too emphatic about uh, who will win the game or not. Uh, I don't have a, a too specific of a prediction other than I think the Bruins would win this game. I don't see why they wouldn't. Oh, also really great. Uh, healthy scratch tonight, which we kind of alluded to in our last episode where we're like, I, if you told me Krejci isn't playing just because he isn't playing, that's fine. And then they did that. Do they listen to us? Yes. They, they do. might be. Send me a Trent Frederick jersey, please. Thank you. That's it. I, I had I had one wish, and I for some reason landed on a Frederick jersey. You have basically every every jersey that they're running with right now. Still have like two more. I want to. I want to. I need. A, I want to buy a Krejci jersey this year. Um, and then I kind of want a Frederick jersey. I can't buy four jerseys in one season. That's outrageous. Unless I do. Who's to say? Uh, Pass is up to thirty eight points now. Nineteen goals, nineteen assists. Well, not near the top. McDavid has like mm-hmm. a million points at this point. Like, how many points does he have? Fifty-five. Like, fuck off, dude. Like, r- calm down. How many goals? Leading the league goals too. Yeah, dude, Case Thompson just uh for goals. Yeah, twenty-five. So he has thirty assists. And 25 goals. Dude, how about Taze Thompson just slapping around the other night? That was amazing. That was, amazing. I, I, that was like all I've seen on Twitter. Honestly, that it's not the same thing, but it kind it's really not at all. But it kind of reminded me of Austin Matthews' first game in the NHL where he scored four goals. Yeah. I remember game. that so vividly. That's like, a bowling my memory's alley. not good. I was in yeah, we were in college. Oh yeah. Well, fuck yeah, we were. Oh jeez. Forgot I was Yeah, I was at, I was at Panucci's, bro. I had wow. just I had I just started Panucci. dating this girl and we went to um went to Panucci's and 
It's like Austin Matthews' first game, and I like lost my shit over this kid. And I think it like, I think it made her aware of like how not into me she was going to end up being. <laughs> yeah, she was like, wow. too busy fawning after Austin Matthews. She was like, I've never seen this guy so happy or excited or like into anything. And it's about a game of hockey on a dive bar TV on a team. He does not follow. Yeah. Playing a team. He does not follow. Yeah. Why did they, they had the Toronto game on at Panucci's. So they had the Toronto game on at Panucci's. Yeah. They have a TV at Panucci's. They have one TV. <laughs> And guess who asked them top. to put that game on? <laughs> uh, probably you. I love me, that. Man. I live next to that bar, and one of the, the more frequent bartenders was like a, a friend of mine. We shared a bunch of classes, and we studied together all the time. So he would like mm. charge me for like every third drink, which was still like a dollar. This was uh, for context. This was the one of the bars in our college town that would do like beat the clock drafts. So a draft, any draft beer you wanted, started at like seventy five cents. Yep. And it would go and up by a quarter. 30, it would go up by a quarter every 30 minutes. <laughs> See, even by there the end of the night, limit. So you like, could, <laughs> like you could go up at, at like 8 o'clock and get like 8 beers for $2. $2. <laughs> oh and, and just go sit down and just go, yeah, whatever. No money. And just go. It was so easy to get drunk and keen. A, a six pack of PBR pounders was $5. Tax free, God bless you. Five bucks, you're drunk. You don't even. You're really. You're and there was like, like multiple stores. You didn't need a fake ID for either. Oh no, the the place yeah. I just mentioned was shared a wall with this bar, and I was a thirty second walk from both of them. Dude, yeah, I mean what that a, place was great to just walk in and unbelievable. Yeah, slap down a fiver and keep walking. <laughs> like take take the store. It's your you own <laughs> this store now. Oh man, uh, Lindholm still leads the league in plus minus. 21. I'm kind of surprised. I mean, a little surprised that no one's kind of overtaken that yet. Siegenthaler's at plus 20. So, I mean, he's right there, but. Me. And Lena Solmark, dude. Jesus Christ. Calm down. Leading the league in all stats. Like, is he 16 and 1 now? Is that right? I tweeted this. I should know this. 16 1 and 0. Yeah, I'm sorry, 17 one know, or did I get my 17, 17, because he was 16 before. Was he? Mm-hmm. Mm, okay. I hope that's right. I tweeted 17 and one, so I fucking better be right. Um yeah, no, yeah, because we were talking about how he was 16 and one and like how outrageous that was. Yeah, so he's 17 and one. Oh my god. Kind of another one of those, like he didn't really have to make he made like one or two like like big saves, but like even them, they were not like too too crazy. But he has a nice, okay. So these are probably outdated stats because this is only a 16 wins. But he came into tonight with a 941 save percentage. Tie. What? It's a quarter. Yeah, it's a quarter of the way through the season. And you have a 941? What? Yeah. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> like, 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 shut the fuck up. Mike. And a 178 goal. You have like, those numbers in context. When you're like, okay, letting in three goals in a three off 25 shots, which is like a pretty average game, like mm-hmm. that is an 88 save percentage. Yeah. Like once you hear it like, like that, you're like, like, oh, you told shit. Have an 88, you're like, he's bad. He's not good. 
Yeah. So like maintaining 94 is stupid. And honestly, when you tell someone, it's like, yeah, he stops like 94% of all shots. It's like, it almost kind of doesn't convey how ridiculous that stat is. I think it kind of takes some time in being in the hockey world and like digesting stats and like kind of getting used to what averages are. Like in my head, if you break, I'll say 920, you're doing really fucking well. Like that's to me the threshold for like you're really solid right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, but and then like that's like over the course of a season and then over a career, it's different. So for us to have a 921 over the course of a career is insane. That's outrageous. But even the course over like one season, like or even fuck it, even say like what like 19, 20 games for Olmark to have a 941, like that's I can't believe that. That's incredible. I love it so much. Like, I think his stats took a hit tonight. I mean, they might three goals on yeah. not all that many shots, but oh, I love it. Well, I'm just hemming and hawing about random stats. Uh, oh, we should probably finish the game, right? The shootout. Should we discuss the shootout? They won in the shootout, Jake DeBrus. Yeah, they did. Dude, Jake's uh, little ladle of a soft scoop of a shot was beautiful. I love the change up in the shootout. Big fan of that. And then Posted like deked he like deked him out twice in one move. It looked like he like did the pump fake and then kind of pumped it again as he was like getting the puck back to his forehand. I I was nervous. I'm kind of nervous about shootouts now. I don't have the most faith. Like the Bruins have not historically been great in shootouts. There was I think there's like one season they lost like six or seven games in a shootout. Um, and it was it was 2019 because I made a joke when we got Coil that we did it specifically because he was so good at face uh, so good at shootouts. And now, which he honestly, so he, I mean, I mean, yes, yeah, clear 15 and five. Um, but it felt good. I mean, that that I was a little nervous as I went to a shootout. Like at that point, you're like, I'm just happy with the point. I mean, you want the win because you're at home and you want two points. Um, but yeah, that, that it was pretty good. I honestly, I, and I'll be honest, garden was not really bumping tonight. Really off night for the garden. No. Like pretty it's quiet Tuesday night against the Islanders. What? I, that usually doesn't matter. Like lately it's kind of just been like, people are just excited to be there, but like not a really involved crowd for the most part. Um, even like pregame. You just tell. Road. Xander just left, bro. Xander just left. Give him a minute. Would you? <laughs> that's, that's irrelevant. I mean, I just had a good time. Um, Caesar, like, Caesar playing across town. Pat's just played last night. Aren't they in LA? That's what I meant. Across town, like the <laughs> U.S. By town, you mean the United States of America? That's what. That's what I meant. Yeah. It's like just, Ben Affleck's know. movie, The Town. It's just about the United States. Yeah, we're a couple of American guys from the South Side of America. I got a tail in my face. Um. Enough cat talk on this show. We're gonna be the fucking Sorry, cat Luke, guys. You gotta get out of here. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it felt good. Um, <laughs> yeah, it felt pretty good to win the game. LA. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, we went out there, played our game. Uh, you know, just had to execute. Uh, you know, uh, smart decision making, and uh, that'll hard just stick true to our plan. And uh, you know, lucky for us, it does kind of all worked in the end. So, uh, yeah, me. Yeah. Eight hundred goals, Alex Ovechkin. 11 goals on the season for Jake DeBrusque, which is the bigger feat. Which is more impressive? I think we both. I'll let you, the the fans, decide. Jake, Jake. I wish I had like a soundboard. Yeah, I'm almost messaging you being like, do we have that one ready to go yet? No, I don't. The video of your dad. 
I need we'll to have there. it ready to go. I almost just sent out the one of me. I, I missed I the first goal, too. The original. I was looking down. I did not see the first goal. I'm upset. It's the first one I missed all season. Oh, well. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I got another video I, ready. Anyway, I, I got to make uh, I got to make uh, this podcast. I got to upload. And this I, I have a whole pizza. I got to go eat. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. What kind of pizza did you get? Now I'm just right. going to hold I, you up from the pizza. All right. I, I got strong opinions. So Domino's. Yep. You know, it's it's fine. You got to know how to order Domino's. Pan pizza. Got to go pan. Got to go well done pan pizza. Oh. Ditch the tomato sauce. It's not very good. Honey barbecue. Better. Steak and jalapenos. That sounds unbelievable. It's honestly really good. Like, it's not the best pizza, but as far as, like, it is, to me, the most you can squeeze out of Domino's for quality. To me. My uh, my college roommate worked at Domino's. was the manager of Domino's. Would bring us, like, midday pies without oh. notice, mm. without charge. Just sitting around sure and you call it a pie. I'm going to hang you up on that. Bring us I'm gonna bring that. pizzas. Yeah, thank you. Unless you're in, if you're in, from Chicago, call it a pie because a deep dish is essentially a casserole. But I mean, it's a pizza pie. I, I never understood that. There might be like an etymology thing I don't understand, but like pizza is Italian for pie. We're too night every- fake Italian to know if that's true or not. I'm Italian only by name. I'm so now you're not making Italian. me like double get, but there's no way it needs pizza's to be. Pizza's not Italian thought. for anything. It's just pizza. Pizza it's means pizza. Definitely a word for pie. I don't think that's true. I yeah. say that with very. Am I, are you right? Yeah, the Italian word for pie. Pizza translated. It wants me to translate the word pizza into other languages. I choose to ignore that information. Um, Bruins are good. Keep watching them. Bear with me. Good stuff. Bear bear with me when I refuse to call pizza as pies. Thank you.